Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where I get to have the fun, the honor of having conversations with amazing people and share their stories with you about how they got to be where they are, right? I'm really excited about today's guest, Ms. The Remarkable Tony Harris Taylor, because here's the deal. We met almost a year ago now. And all we do is laugh about the similarities. Like, Siri, I mean, it's even today, we've got the same shape jewelry on. And we've got the same shape glasses. Like, these things just keep happening to us. And I've worked with you, and you've worked with me, and we've run into each other in all these places. And it was just one of those instant connections where, like, I listen to you talk for a minute. For a minute. I went, oh, my gosh, it's my people, right? <laughs> it's one of my people. So I, I do keep threatening to show up at your door in down in Texas, but I would appreciate that. I would welcome you with open arms. Uh, so thanks for having me. So why don't you give people a little bit more formal introduction to who you are and what you do? My name is Tony Harris Taylor. My business is Drastic Results with Tony Harris Taylor, and I am a speaker, trainer. I'm a coach. I'm a business talk show host and um you know I'm a mom and grandmother and all of those things too but I am very passionate about helping my clients to take drastic steps to grow their business to six figures and beyond awesome awesome so I'm gonna dive right in because I I know some of your story but I just came up with a question okay where did the name, the idea behind having drastic as your name. And and I'm going to back up a second to preface this by, you know, people know my business is conquer your business and my tagline is be in charge. And yet here we are, women of a certain age, where we weren't taught to be that. Mm -hmm. That It's a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. claiming that space. Mm -hmm. So where did you, when did you decide, screw that noise, I'm going to be drastic. So one of the things I talk about and tell my clients all the time or my prospects is you got to invest in yourself. And so I invested early in my business when before I had a brand, I invested in a branding coach Mm. and that coach pulled my stories out. What are your stories? What changes have you made in your life? And he said, oh my God, you made a lot of drastic changes. And then it stuck. 
And it was like, yes, I am drastic. So I went to my friend Google and I looked up the word drastic and to see if any other motivational speakers or coaches were talking about getting drastic. And what I found was everybody was saying, take baby steps. And let me be clear, the baby steps sometimes are the drastic steps. So I'm not anti-baby baby steps because as long as you're moving, right. you're good, right? But at some point, you got to take that drastic step. The one that scares the bejesus out of you and you're like, ah, and you just do it anyway because that's the only way you grow. So you're absolutely right. My family or my mother was like, you know, drastic. That's, that's not weird. very ladylike. Right? Well, <laughs> that's drastic. <laughs> and Thank then you. it really stuck because I knew I was onto something because I knew I was saying something different than anyone else. Nice. And the other part of that story that I love that is another similarity is it, I don't even know how to say this the right way. It was revealed. It wasn't forced. It was revealed through you getting out there and starting your business and starting to do your thing. So many times my clients come to me because they know messaging is one of my things and they haven't even gotten their first client and they want a tagline or they want a business name. Mm -hmm. And it just stops us because you almost have to let it be revealed as you go through the motions of doing your thing. And I've had several iterations of Tony Harris Taylor. I've never, but I've had several iterations of drastic, but I've never abandoned drastic. So when I first started, it was drastic steps. And I even had that trademark, drastic steps. And then I worked with another coach and she was like, well, people want drastic results. They don't really want to take the drastic steps to get the drastic results. And so that's when I picked up drastic results. Now I still say successful people take drastic steps to get drastic results, period, period. And um, so you'll either see the drastic steps iteration or the drastic results. And the message in that is it's okay to change. It's okay to tweak. It's okay to pivot. If it wasn't okay, we wouldn't be on iPhone number 12. Right. Or you and I wouldn't be talking to each other because, I mean, this was not what I set out to do in my life. This was not something I knew existed as a thing. Right. And so keeping with this drastic theme, because you know I love that whole concept. I know from your story and you'll fill in the rest for folks that you had a job in sales that you were extremely successful at Mm -hmm. and it went away. You know, I ask people when they get into entrepreneurship, did you jump off the cliff or were you pushed? You were kind of pushed. So what made you decide I'm going to take that drastic step? Because to back up a half a step, you are a top salesperson. They are always in demand. This is, it would have not been difficult for you to go get another sales position. But you took the drastic step of 
not doing that. So what made you decide, all right, we're doing, we're full in, we're doing our own thing. So I need to go back to before I had that job. So when I was 24, I was working as a legal secretary for a large oil and gas company. And I didn't have a degree, nor did I have a desire to get one. And so I had made up my mind that I was going to be in the law department for 30 years, like the other secretaries who were there. And one day I get a call from my mother, who is a 40-year entrepreneur. And she said, I need you to quit your job. I got a contract I can't do without another person. I think you would be perfect for this. And I need you to quit your job. I said, uh, no. <laughs> I had uh, the opposite experience with my mother. <laughs> okay. Are you quitting your job? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Well, I was like, no, um, I just had a baby. I'm just newly married. No, I don't think I'm going. Cause I saw her struggle, right? <clears throat> she said to me, the motto I live by today, what's the worst that could happen? And she said, you could always go back to that job. She said, but what if I'm right? Well, she was bringing me on as a computer trainer. I did not know anything about corporate training or being a trainer or, but, oh my gosh, does your mother know best? It's everything that I am. So fast forward nine years, I'm training and um, I get a contract with a financial services company and the financial advisor said, oh my God, you should do what we do. What do you do? We invest people's money. I don't do money. Black folks don't invest. That was in the nineties. I'm like, well, I don't know nothing about investing. <laughs> they said, oh, but you'll make six figures within two or three years. And I was like, oh, well, I still had no college degree and six figures I didn't think was possible for me. So one, one advisor came and he said, oh my God, you're perfect, but you just got to move to Florida. <laughs> now, now he asked me to take on a role that I don't know anything about and leave my mama. Mm. And so, but I did drastic. I did. And I came to Florida. Everything I was promised when I was recruited did not exist for me. And I had to drive 36,000 miles my first year. Drastic. And that is, that's when, when I start telling these stories, this is where, why I can say, you know, you have to be drastic. But then, um, so it was a commission-based sales. And I was very successful, a brown girl in a white man's world, making um, you yeah. know, a couple hundred thousand dollars with a high school diploma. Good for you. But I never loved the stock market. And in 2008, when life changed, I moved back to Houston and uh, went back to the corporate office. Um, and six months later, the AIG debacle happened, which threw yeah. me back into financial sales. But you know what, Aaron, you're probably like this too, because we're so much alike. When I quit a boyfriend, I don't like going back. And I've never done that. This is the weirdest thing. That is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is we're the off again, on again relationship. What is an off again, on again? Exactly. And that, but that's how I felt about financial sales. It's like, I quit that, 
went into court, into the home office, and now I'm back out there. And I just didn't, it, my heart just wasn't 1000% in it. And I don't do anything unless I'm 1000% in, but I had to feed my family. Well, okay. And, I'm going to stop you for one half a sure. second, because one of the things you just said, not everything is worked out, but it's worked out better than what most people would achieve. Your version of it didn't work out is different than what a lot of people's version of it didn't work out is. And I just, and you just hit on one of the reasons why you don't do anything if you're not a thousand percent in it. Yeah, that's very true. That's the key to things working out. Yes, absolutely. And, um, I, I really struggled my first year in the business, but I spent 12 years in the financial sale or probably 14 years. And my last sale was a $980,000 annuity, which brought me a $50,000 paycheck. And at that point is when I left the business because my husband at that time was dying of cancer and I had to take care of him. So I used the money to start my business, hire that branding coach that got me to drastic. And the rest, as they say, is history. It has been a roller coaster. It's not easy. But this journey has been so rewarding, so fulfilling, and it gets better and better. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at erin at conqueryourbusiness.com. What are you, what, what would you have wished you have done differently? You know, the knowing what you know now. What decision along the way? Well, you know, the pat answer is I wouldn't do anything different because this is what makes me who I am today. Yeah, 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 yeah. That being being said, what decision would you have done differently? Kind of in a role as a guide. Here, let me stop you before you do what I did. So in 2005, I was still in financial sales and I decided to take on a management role. What was I thinking? (laughs) And so um, I had to learn to network. And I would go to networking events and meet a lot of people, pass out a lot of cards and nothing, crickets would happen. And I ended up going to another event, met this lady who said, you're just not doing it right. And she taught me, another coach, she charged $6,000 in 2005 to teach me how to network. I took money out of my retirement plan. And I will tell you, if she had a renewal, annual renewal, I'd probably pay her every year. Because that changed the trajectory of my life. Networking is everything. And so if I had it to do again, 
I don't have many regrets in my life, but if I had it to do again, I would learn to have network. And I guess I really was networking because I never would have got the job for, you know, the financial right. services job, but to formally understand the power of networking, if I could have done that right out of high school. Well, and so here's one of my theories about the difference between people who have and people who don't have, is access to information. And whether you're a minority, like you said, we didn't have money, or I'm a minority in a different way, being Jewish, but what, you know, it's a little different, but we also, I didn't grow up with money. I went to Chicago public schools. The access to that information, and if you look at old world money, they always say it's who you know. Absolutely. But nobody taught us that. Nobody teaches kids that today. Nobody teaches that in the schools. If you learn to build relationships and the earlier you learn, yeah. you don't need college. You don't, I mean, you need to, people will bring you along when they like you. Yes. Period. Period. Yeah. And we've seen it. Everybody's seen, if you have a job, you've seen somebody get a promotion they didn't deserve. They weren't qualified for because they, people like them. Because someone liked them. And I've been, I always say, I have been the amazingly lucky recipient of that. Now, I think I got my opportunity because of, I always worked hard. I sure. always achieved at my corporate jobs and I always worked hard. And I had two mentors in two different jobs, several mentors in the second situation that I always I would always describe it as invited me to the table that was so far above my pay grade, but they let me sit at the table with them, which is what got me to the next level, That's what which is what with me. taught me things that I would have never known. Yep. So if I had it to do again, I would learn how to network, how to build relationships, how to help people before they help me. And I like you, I think I was, I was, do, I was doing a lot of that, but I wasn't a master at it. And anybody here listening to this, if you are not at the level you want to be at in your life and in your business, check your relationships. Yeah. I'm guessing you don't have many. Not many that will bring you along. We'll, we'll bring you along. And that goes with who are you surrounding yourself with? Absolutely. And there's networking groups at every level. I always said, it, do, do I feel good when I can help the people around me because I know something they don't know? Sure. But if I am consistently one of the highest achievers in the room, I'm in the wrong, wrong room. Exactly. Exactly. You've got to change your, and your network evolves. Yes. It evolves. And, um, you know, I was watching Napoleon Hill on YouTube, the mastermind concept. And it, it you know, he wasn't the first to say it, but it's just brilliant. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And can those people and do they want to? Because they can be higher level, but they don't. They don't want to share. 
Right. Some you people surround yourself. Right. You want to be in the midst of people who want to bring you along. Have you ever noticed that with obvious some exceptions, but in my entrepreneurial experience, the more successful people are, the more they're willing to share and give away. Absolutely. Like I belong to a networking group and it's not a judgment about the people, that people are freaking fantastic human beings. But there's a lot of hobby business owners. And so it's a low average income. They're wonderful people, but there's 8 million rules. And then I belong to a network where it's a six figure minimum and their rule is here, go help each other. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've learned that as I've expanded and up-leveled my network, I'm actually in a position to help more people. Absolutely. And, you know, and I get to the point where I'm in the rooms and I'm like, like, I don't belong here. I, I remember one time I went to a event in Austin, Texas. It was a, a financial services event. And somebody invited me to a reception that afternoon and my calendar was open and I went. I get in that room and it's intimate, like 20 people. I'm the only brown face and that happens a lot. But it was the Lieutenant Governor and Senators. (laughs) And I was like, how did I get here? But I acted like I belong there. I well, and you up. have the same problem I do. And you and I have not physically been in a room together. So I don't even, I'm only five feet tall. Oh, okay. But we both wear big colors. We both wear yeah. big jewelry. I'm little, but you don't miss me, so to speak, when yeah. I walk in a room. So it's hard to hide. Yes. Because I will get dressed because I'm excited. And then you don't realize till you get in the door that now you're nervous. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And I I still get in situations where I'm like out of fish, out of water. But you know what? I've learned. Yeah. And it can be learned how to turn off that inner, inner like voice that's saying, you're no belong here. And how to just say these are people too and go and connect with people and invariably, you know, I win and they win too. And I'm all about trying to make sure that I can help them first. And so it went, it's a win-win all around. But I'm five five, just so you know. You have a cup, right? And so I can't I'm, I'm too old now. I used to okay, I used to wear the four-inch heels all the time, and now my feet just won't cooperate with that. Well, you know, one of the things though that I get, I'm five five, which is average height, but people say to me, You are so tall. And I'm like, I am not tall, but I carry myself as if I'm tall. So when I walk in a room, I have a presence and I know this I have a presence that people make people look and say hmm who is that well and I love that you're just owning that yeah I love that you're just owning right it takes a while I I, I hear you because they have the same thing the thing I get more than anything else is oh if someone meets me in person after a while is, oh my god you're so little we didn't 
we, I would have never guessed you're that little because I do take up my space. Yeah. And yeah. that's, um, if you have a challenge with that, that is something I think, especially even though we're in a virtual world, it comes across as much as it does in a, in a in-person sure. world, Sure. learning how to own your space. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me hear what's next. If what have you not achieved yet? What's your next? Your conference doesn't count because you've had a conference before. What is your next drastic goal? Well, you know, I started this small business talk show mm -hmm. and I discovered that YouTube actually paid the uh, Google pays money for ads run on video. Okay. And so I really, my next goal is to monetize my videos. And so audience, please go to YouTube, find Tony Harris Taylor, just put my name in and subscribe to my channel and consume my videos because Great. there's enough crap on TV. <laughs> you can let my videos play in the background while you're working at your computer. Um, and I will be educating you on relationship marketing strategies, which includes networking, speaking, social media, how to follow up, all the stuff that sometimes we get in our head about. So my next big thing is to monetize YouTube nice. and take that to its next level. That's great. That is no small achievement. So It sure isn't because it's, it's, it's not easy. But it's one of those things that I live by. One of the things I live by, Erin, is if others can do it, so can I. You say that a lot nicer than my brother and I. My brother and I, since we were kids, have said to each other when we have found ourselves in various scenarios, I think it started to go even deeper once he had his first child. Okay dumber people than us have figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like it a lot and I'm going to use it. If they can do it. Right. Dumber people than it. me have figured this out. So absolutely. Yes. So aside from getting um, subscribed on your YouTube channel and listening and using to the information, how, what else do you have coming up? I know you have a conference. We're going to make sure people have the links to that, but how can people get a hold of you and, you know, continue this conversation on how to get the results, the drastic results that they want? So I'm going to invite your audience to go to sixfigurenetworking.com, sixfigurenetworking.com. And subscribe to get my six-figure networking guide to, to help you to network, profitable networking to six figures and beyond. And then you will be on my list and you will get all of what I'm up to. But yes, I'm very excited about the Viral Networking Conference. And it's more than just learning how to network, which is a big piece because so many entrepreneurs have no clue how to network and it's beyond showing up and passing out business cards, trust yeah. me. But it also is going to teach you how to speak um, who you are, your messaging and who you are and your credibility and get a book out, right? How you can, you know, I've got five books. They all were done within 30 days, right? So how do you get a book out 
that will give you credibility? How do you speak? Um, being able to be in front of the room, you start off networking in the, at the table, but now you want to be um, in the front of the room, commanding the room. So these are some of the things we're going to talk about. It is a hybrid event. So VIP experience is in Houston. And then uh, general admission is online. And uh, you want to be in the room because anybody that invests at a VIP level, you want to rub elbows be in the network and the, yes. the company of yes. the people who, who invest at that level. Um, so it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be high energy, high impact, move, fast moving. It moves so. fast. I've been a part of it in the past. <laughs> it, it, you will not be bored sitting there. That is for no, sure. No, you will not. And uh, my number one thing is that you leave my conference with new connections, appointments. I've, I got testimonials from people who came to my conference last year and they met people that did business with them. Nobody goes to the conference to meet people to sell to, but that's that's what happens in my world because I encourage my community to support each other. Absolutely. And, and one more um, similarity, and I don't know if you know this or not, I've owned two businesses, both I've gotten to six figures each in just over 12 months, and both businesses were started and grown primarily through networking. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but you, listen, you've got two choices to grow your business and find prospects, networking and cold calling. <laughs> now, a lot of people say they want to do speaking, but unless you have a network, you ain't got nobody to speak to. So right. networking comes first. You can do That's... speaking, you can do social media, you can, but you have to have the network system first. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So, so say the uh, name of its, um, the event site again, the viral networking conference.com and viral networking conference.com and where they can get your networking guide. Six figure networking.com. Figure networking.com. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. You are so much fun. So are you, and I'm just so glad you and I came across each other's path virtually one day we will one get day. a hug. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that day. Um, but you're amazing, Erin, and I appreciate you. And, you know, I even invested in you because I believe in who you are and what you do. And, and so, we bring and, and when the water goes up, all ships rise, right? That's right. That's Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.